0: Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Kim. And this is FarmBet Journal Club. Hi Kim, how are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you? had a very
0: good week. Lots of cows to
1: scan. Good, very nice. Have you recovered from our paper last week?
0: I went to bed that night and all I could think of was like G1, PDF. <laughs> hormone synchronization They must enter the
1: cycle in the right state yeah
0: no (laughs) please tell me you have something a bit easier this week I do um I
1: hope that everyone finds it interesting even if maybe not totally relevant to their well it's definitely relevant to everyone actually but basically this is from an in practice article 2020 from will sterling who wrote an article on how to successfully brand your veterinary business so like i said it might not be completely relevant for absolutely everyone but i think everyone could probably input something or take something away from this and i thought it was like an interesting read
0: and i was interested to hear your takes on it as well So I think it's really important that when you join a veterinary practice especially an independent practice which we are both in that you understand kind of a bit about branding and why you're doing what you're doing because it's really important.
1: Yeah definitely and I think it's important in both and I think obviously if you're working in a corporate that branding crosses the whole country in some cases whereas if you're in like a small independent practice then I think it's really important to know how much of an impact that has on how outside clients potentially like can see your business and what sort of impact that actually has on your business. Because I think as vets, we're probably not that aware of it.
0: I would say before I read this paper, I have no clue.
1: Yeah, me too, actually. And I think I really like some parts of this paper about how it's quite a team effort. So like I said, the article is by Will Sterling. He's worked in the veterinary marketing industry for over 10 years and he runs a company called VetBoost, which is a marketing consultancy company. So to start off, he talks about the importance of branding. So that basically means clearly defining your practice in a world of like corporates and competition. And essentially your brand is how your customers perceive you. And it's not just your logo or your instagram feed or your social media feed your brand is like how customers perceive your credibility it incorporates your client loyalty and um, client retention and also it like aligns the team and brings your values and long term goals together and i think that's really nice
0: yeah it's so much more than i thought i genuinely thought branding was like here is our logo put it on a polo put it on a pen yeah and it's not it's it's the it's who you are as a business
1: I really like the fact that the way we perceive it was probably wrong it's just more about the basically values and like how you want people to see your
0: company mm, exactly yeah and I think this is really important to get the whole team involved with branding
1: yeah because it must start with your receptionist whoever answers the phone your website how people first come across you on the internet obviously it's not all about social media but people do obviously like see that first a lot of the time and how we interact with people on farm because ultimately that will I don't know about what it's like where you are Amy but in Cornwall word gets out fast so if (laughs) if I was on farm and being very rude to someone or I don't know had like really dirty wellies or something then that like doesn't help our brand as a as a company
0: and we all know father farmer's favorite thing to do is gossip and gossip spreads quicker than anything else so it's really important to make sure that when you are out and about in your practice uniform you are representing the practice brand
1: Mm, that's such a good way to think of it if you're wearing the the t-shirt then you need to be representing um what your business stands for (laughs) in the article they recommend getting some team input so staff will be more willing to promote your business if they have an input in that decision which makes complete sense because some of the big sort of motivators for doing well at your job are having some autonomy over what you're doing so that makes sense to me so we could ask staff how do new members of the team perceive the business so it could be quite good if you've got obviously new members of staff that have joined recently you can ask them like how do you feel about x y and z do you think that we're professional what do you think of our like reception room what do you think of like the first impressions that people get of the practice we could ask members of staff what does the practice stand for like
0: what are our core values as a practice one thing that I think is quite important is not to just copy your competitors though because then you're just going to look like your competitor's brand and your come. Like you need to make sure that you stand out from the crowd.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think essentially that should be like your ethos, your brand that you're carrying forward. And you shouldn't just be looking over your shoulder all the time at what other people are doing. And you just need to have like your own, your own brand and your own ethos, don't you?
0: Exactly. Um, I'm now going to talk about a bit of a pet peeve of mine. Logos. I want to make sure they are all the same colour, that they all look the same, that all the fonts match. I hate it when fonts don't match on stuff. Really bothers me. Is that something that he then went on to discuss?
1: Yeah. So, so he goes on to talk about implementing that brand, which I think comes into an area that we all kind of recognise a bit more than just like the practice ethos, for example. So he's talking about external material that will go out into the wider world, such as logos, brochures, leaflets, letterheads, etc. Like obviously all of that, but in digital form. So all of that social media presence. You want to make sure that they all meet the colour, design, tone, sort of standards that have been used across everything else.
0: Yeah, there's nothing I hate more than when your logo colours or fonts don't match. It makes me irrationally cross. Like, I just like everything to look really pretty and all just match together.
1: Are you going to be upset with Farm Vet Journal Club social media presence if it doesn't all match?
0: Yes. Yes, I will do. So far, we're doing all right. We haven't changed yet. Okay. Um, We're doing all right, I think, so far. I haven't had a breakdown yet, so... yes (laughs) you haven't looked at our feed and wanted to scream so you're okay exactly so we now have our brand with our matching fonts and coordinating colors how do we make that meet a business plan and like how do they work together
1: so what will says in the article is that the annual business plan should basically touch base on the brand image like every year so so if your brand is clinical excellence for example then at your annual business plan meeting you should look at how you're gonna invest in the upcoming 12 months into like new equipment or new training for staff and how you can basically expand on everyone's areas of clinical knowledge as they are very nice
0: that my practice has recently done is we've now all got uniforms. So before this we could wear kind of whatever we wanted. Some people wore shirts, some people wore polos, some people just wore t-shirts. Whereas now we all have matching polos with the work logo on them and body warmers and hats and we've really gone to town on it. I think we look so much smarter now and we're more instantly recognizable by farmers. Yeah, that's really nice
1: and it's like quite a united front then, isn't it? Like everyone looks the same. It just looks
0: really smart yeah and I must admit for me personally now when I wake up in the morning there is no thoughts I just get dressed and I go to work
1: yeah that's true it's like the Simon Cowell effect isn't it he just wears the same shit every day and (laughs) because he doesn't want to think about what he has to put on so that's quite a good quite a good thought actually okay so the next he speaks about local community so what can you do to maybe create your own events and put yourself out there in your local area i grew up in a like the suburbs of london so i i find this quite hard to relate to but obviously since moving to cornwall it's such a small world and it's a really nice sense of like community and we we go to shows and things like that and like set up stands and what do you guys do as a practice amy Kim, we had
0: such different upbringings. I was brought up in like the backwaters of Teesdale in the dales, where everybody went to every show that ever happened in the dale because that's where you went and did stuff. Yeah, we go to quite a few different things. Uh, I went to the went to some top sales at the back end of last year, last summer even, um, and just wandered around and chatted to clients, and it was a really good way to kind of get involved and see everyone in a more casual basis. And we do a few of the a few of the farm shows. But yeah, I think it's really important to get involved in the local community and especially I love going to a farm show. I actually entered some of the competitions at one of the farm shows and won 50 pence for my shortbread. Oh my
1: god, Amy. Such a wonderful what place
0: did you come
1: to get the 50 pence? If you say think, first, I'll cry. I think I came third. Oh my god, I still might cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the north you though, isn't it? Yeah, that's actually a lot of money at Perkin. <laughs> I think part of that as well, like, I would guess. I mean, we don't do this, but I think it's something that practices obviously do do and should look into is like local schools and stuff. Like it would be good to talk to like, I know I've got some farm clients that they have um, school classes out and they have obviously like days on the farm and they learn about where milk comes from and all that kind of thing. And it would be good to get involved in all of that.
0: Yeah a couple of the vets at my practice go out to schools and all like the brownies or the guides and one thing that I think is super important about getting involved with is young farmers so doing work with young farmers because they are the next generation of farmers they're the people we need to be working with from a young age so they'll be like oh yes I want to come to your veterinary practice because you've built that relationship up with them. Charity stuff which is always good raising money for any charity because aren't you currently doing a bike ride at the moment to raise money for the war in ukraine we are
1: we're raising money for the red cross virtually cycling the distance from here to kiev so between the six of us we are cycling 1700
0: miles by the end of the month um no that's amazing kim and i just think It's a great way to help. You can do obviously closer to home charities, but also just help the wider world in general. I think it's a really nice thing to do.
1: Yeah, and it's been really nice. Like loads of our farmers have um, donated and it's really nice on farm. Like they're just like, how far are you now? And like, like chatting about it. It's really nice. Perfect.
0: Where can I sponsor you at?
1: Uh, So we are on, we are on Just Giving. The probably easiest way is to go onto Giles and Parsons Farm Vet's Instagram page and follow the link. We post about it all the time, and it's the link on our like main page. So you can always sponsor us there, Amy.
0: I will be doing that as soon as we're finished here.
1: Thank you, Amy.
0: So we have our brand, we've made all our t-shirts, we've gone into the community. I guess the really important thing now is to now monitor and see how that grows every year.
1: Yeah, I think maybe this is where practices don't follow up on what they've done. So maybe don't like monitor this and check in with it every year. And I think if your business has like a great brand, then everything else will follow because if you employ a new staff in that time, they sort of know what the ethos of the practice is, sort of subtly promote that business at the same time.
0: Yeah I think it's about consistency so there's no point saying right we're going to do every agricultural show this summer but then only have a couple vets or a couple members of staff turn up to each one and then next year you're like oh well we didn't do really well at the shows I think you'd be better picking a few key things to do throughout the year to promote your brand Mm. and then do them every year. Be consistent. Well I have found that very interesting yeah me too and I found the the most
1: interesting parts to be about like incorporating the team and get everyone flying the flag for your practice
0: the more people feel involved the more they're going to want to promote it's all about working together to promote the veterinary industry really yeah exactly good luck with your cycling thank you and I'll see you next week
1: see you next week Amy bye